Welcome to this episode of the podcast, Guess What You're Gonna Hate. I'm Kate. And I'm Janine. And this is a podcast about exposing someone to the very best but mostly worst pop culture of the 2000s. I don't know. That's fucked. I fucked it up. It's okay. I know. I think that was actually right. I think the only thing is you just didn't repeat it. Yeah, I was like mostly right. I still yeah. fucked it up though. It's fine. And we're going to do a really quick, let me get my timer up on my phone. I know you did a, a, an episode last week, but I wasn't here, so we didn't get to do our lightning round of apologies. So I'm putting, uh, what, like like 15 seconds on a timer, and we're just going to start talking out loud at the same time, apologizing okay. for everyone for not Perfect. making an episode. Okay, run, two, three, go. It I'm has so been a while. Sorry. I'm really sorry. Just, you know, sorry, like, mom. I've I know that you like listening to this podcast. Like, like, Jean got a job, and I'm like, yeah, oh, it's like, COVID, and th- stuff and is hard. Like, COVID, and there was like a and then also, I'm just like lazy, and I don't want to. Like, I really hate editing. It just sucks, you know? So, like, whatever. Okay. Nice. We're done. I had to figure out how to turn off this timer. Fuck. Okay. (laughs) I almost just repeated it, so we'd have to do it again. It's it's never-ending. It's Groundhog Day loop of apologizing. Anyway, today is... It's June. We're talking about gay shit and some uh, misleading gay shit, and that's why we're talking about Tila Tequila today. Hey, this is great. We survived Y2K. I can't wait for the pop culture headed my way. It's the very worst. I'm just saying Paris Hilton deserves better. Also the best. Shrek won an Oscar. Pop culture of the 2000s. It's Guess What You're Gonna Hate with Janine and Kate. Specifically A Shot at Love. A show that I really enjoyed when I watched it. I'm not going to go back and watch any old episodes of it because I don't want to get a virus on my computer. Was it on MTV? VH1, I think. Oh, Okay. Because the whole time I was watching it, I was like, this is like really risque. No, it was MTV. It was MTV. Because they'd like full on make out. I mean, I guess it's like standard in a dating show, but. That like makes sense for like a 2008 dating show on MTV. Right. It really does make sense. But yeah. Um, yeah, it was just, I was just like very online at the time, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had no clue. It was very, and uh, it was like uh, all over Tumblr and stuff. So, like, I don't even know if we were like on Tumblr at that time. But... It was definitely MySpace because even MySpace. like, I actually watched the first episode um, on. I tried it first on YouTube, and on YouTube it was, like, pitched up and cropped, and I could not take it. So I went onto some sketchy, mirrored website and uh, watched some of the first season. And that first episode is a wild ride. It is. It's... And it, it lets it really informs you as a viewer if you're gonna like this show or not. Yeah, I, I mean personally, I'm not really a fan of dating shows in general, but this one was on a whole other level, and definitely, I mean, as far as I know, definitely unlike anything that had been on TV at the time. I guess except for like maybe the energy thing is very like Jersey Shore. Was Jersey Shore out? at the time not yet i think it comes on later because i'm pretty sure it was like peaking when i was like about to graduate too so i tried typing in jersey shore into my phone and just through the me fat finger it i just wrote jersey shite which i thought was pretty funny <laughs> yeah jersey shore started in 2009 and shot at love was 2007 it's such a chaotic energy it's got a chaotic energy and it's kind of similar to the chaotic energy that that paris hilton bff show brought to the table right but also everyone is making out yeah which is interesting also i just had when i just googled a shot at love earlier because i um wanted to pull up the wikipedia page before we got here did you know that it has a 3.1 out of 10 on imdb <laughs> that's actually more than i thought it would to be honest because there's enough people who watched it as a joke who probably gave it like a 10 right it was like this is cinema this is the peak of human interactions like this is what art is <laughs> i think it's funny too because like when she introduces herself she's like 
You might recognize me from covers or from modeling or from my three million MySpace friends or however many it was. It was, I don't know if it was a million. It was a lot of MySpace friends. A lot of MySpace friends. Yeah. It was, her top eight was select. Yeah. Uh, God, MySpace. That was, I think, her claim to fame at this point was really just like, she was popular for being hot, which like totally respect that. Get it. It's still the driver for... 90% of our celebrities today. Yeah, and like on top of just being hot, like I'm pretty sure she was like in Playboy and stuff around this time. Right. I think I remember reading something about cuz I've just I did a deep dive on her like like within the last couple of years cuz she just went totally insane. Yes. And she was like the first Asian cyber girl of the week or something for Playboy and that's how she oh. kind of gotten her, she got her start. So that's why they called her a cyber girl. I thought it was I didn't know why they called her that. It was like 2000s like slang, late aught slang, like a cyber girl. That's just a girl who uses the who uses the internet. It's just a girl who uses the, just a just a cyber gal. That's my um that's my title at work. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking too like cuz one of the covers they show is Maxim magazine, which I know started in the 90s but feels very 2000s to me. It is a very 2000s because you can't like look up some 2000 celebrity without like reading their wikipedia page that they were included on maxim's 2004 hot 100 or something <laughs> you know yeah. like every single one of them was was at one point the hottest woman in the world according to maxim and maxim is such, just just like such a dude magazine because like no offense to the guys out there but like you got gq which like at least has like fashion quarterly yeah, yeah it's got like fashion and sometimes they have very interesting articles and and journalism and you got playboy which you know is like the classic so it's been around forever and they also have some good journalism and letters and all sorts of stuff but then there was just maxim which is just like dudes being bros just bros dudes being, dudes. being guys being guys being dudes <laughs> yeah and talking about hot ladies yeah ladies so hot and that's the only thing you could contribute in 2006 or 2007. But yeah, um, A Shot at Love with Tila Tequila, if you guys haven't looked it up or heard of it, was a groundbreaking reality television show <laughs> where, uh, much like The Bachelor is terrible, uh, it was basically The Bachelor, but there were both male and female suitors on the show for Tila because she was at the time, claiming to be a, a bisexual. Yeah, and it was somehow much worse. And also, it doesn't have, like, the prestige, the, uh, like, the quote-unquote pre prestige, you know, that's, like, with The Bachelor, because <laughs> they put a lot of money and time into it, and it's on ABC. So, like, it's a network TV show, and they, and they care about it, and they don't want it to be, like, super trashy, even though, it, you know, it is. MTV was like, what's the trashiest TV show we can make? And what's crazy is the whole time you're watching it, it just feels like a gag that went on too long. Like somebody was like, wouldn't it be It's hilarious? an SNL skit. Yeah. It's like an SNL skit that doesn't end. Right. That's basically what it is. It's just, it's, and it, and it lasts, I don't know exactly how many seasons, uh, well, there were two seasons, but I don't know exactly how many episodes were in each season, but there's 16 contestants of men and 16 contestants of women. So it takes a long time to eliminate all those people. It says, um... Actually, it says that I'm look. I'm on the Wikipedia page. It says there were two seasons and that there were only twelve episodes. And I don't know if that means like twelve episodes a season. I don't think so. Well, I was just watching episode six and there was a cat fight and there were still like eight people on each side. So oh, then maybe it was like twelve and twelve. Yeah, 
Maybe Wikipedia just doesn't know. Oh, I see, I see. There's a list of episodes and it has all the titles. Oh, great. The first title, by the way, is Surprise! <laughs> I Like Boys and Girls. Wow. Because the whole conceit of the show, right, is that she's bisexual. So she wants to see the best the men have to offer, the best the women have to offer. But in the first episode, the guys all think she's straight and the girls all think that she's gay. And... It's very weird because at the end, she's like, all right, boys, meet me by the pool. And then the, the boys are all at the pool. They are playing in the water. It's showing off their masculinity. Also, there's this great contestant. Uh, I think his name is D- Dominic, and he's from Italy. He has a very thick Italian accent. He shows up in an Italian Speedo. Like, it's got the Italian flag. It's like... It's pretty good. Very... That's good. Very European. And he, he says... In this really, really thick accent, he's like, some of these boys are just afraid of other boys. And you know what? That's homophobia. Homophobia. Like, homophobia. That's homophobic. Yeah, so he's like, an, he's just chaotic too. But anyway, the girls come in and they're all like, what? And the guys are all like, oh yeah, we're going to get to make out with all these girls. And the girls are like, no, no, you're not. And like, look, I don't know how many of the girls were actually gay it's not my place to say i don't know how many of the guys were actually straight because as we know like sometimes you just go on a show to get popular to get influence trends or whatever i mean i guess yeah if you wanted to be like myspace famous back then a shot at love with teal tequila was really your best bet <laughs> yeah but like the girls uh there's like several times that this guy goes i think the guys were more happy with the idea than the girls were because but even the guys say things like i'm not gonna share tila unless the girl lets me watch then i'll share jesus christ it's just like an awful show like there's at some points there's like there's, like, some really awful body painting class where they all just basically, like, roll around in a bunch of paint. I remember that. I just watched part where they had to eat, like, disgusting food, including a bull's penis. Why was that a part of every 2000s reality show, no matter the genre? It's because of Fear Factor. It's gotta be. God, Fear Factor just ruined so many things. Yeah, it just permeated everything. They were like, you know what, we'll make this, uh, we need, you know, ten more episodes of this. What can we do? Let's make them eat gross food. It'll be really funny. It's like, let's put them in a cage and have them do a sexy cage dance off. <laughs> That's a that's a thing that happens actually. I I can understand why when you show up for what was probably billed to you as a gay like dating show on a major network and then you get there and actually it's not just a gay like for the women at least. Yeah. It's like not just a gay dating show. You're like competing with a bunch of men and you're like, "Oh, I didn't I didn't sign up to hang out with men." Yeah. One of the <laughs> girls is basically like, "Yeah, the guys are just I just don't want to be around them. I just don't like them." And I was very much like, "You know what? I respect that. She knows what she wants. She did not want this." The girls are all I mean, I only got to watch like one and a half episodes, so like I don't know all of it about it, but I did find out that there's actually one Really, the only contestant that really went anywhere was the final girl contestant named Danny. Did you know that? Yeah, I know about Danny. Yeah, like I didn't know anything about Danny, but apparently she's something of like a lesbian symbol because of just her popularity. And, you know, she's hot too. She's like a fireman. So she's like built and, you know, little butch and she's, yeah. Everyone was so pissed at the end of that season. And then they did, and then they did another season. <laughs> and it's like, what was the point of the first season? <laughs> 
just following through on the trend of like shitty like not shitty because like people like these like no sorry this is a shitty reality show and i'm gonna call it the (laughs) shitty reality show but i'm not gonna call jersey shore a shitty reality show i'm gonna call it trashy because jersey shore is fun at least and you're not like being deceived by mtv right following up on their trend they were like okay jersey shore that's what we're doing and then a few years later i don't exactly know when they made a show called double shot at love which is just Vinny and Polly D uh-huh. looking for girlfriends. And I think there's several seasons of that, too. I'm like, maybe you shouldn't find your girlfriend on a reality TV show. It's not working out for you, Vinny. Yeah, I don't really think many people find their true love in a dating reality TV show. Like, I had a friend who was on The Bachelor, and the way they talked about how scripted it was is just like... I don't, and the crazy thing is that these people don't even really get paid for their time there either. They just hope that they get famous. Yeah, you're going on, like, hoping you don't turn into a reality show villain. Yeah. I've only, like, seen, like, like, you know, every night. I don't watch The Bachelor, but I did watch season one of Are You the One on MTV, which also had, like, a a weird bisexual season that everyone felt kind of weird about. Oh, yeah. I just read about that. But it wasn't, like, a shock to any of the contestants when they went on. Right. But in the first season, one of the matches actually got married, and they have, like, three kids now. Aw. And they're very cute on social media, and they're, like, the only, (laughs) like, dating reality show, like, couple that I know that are actually together i was reading about that episode from the the latest one you were talking about actually and someone said it was interesting like like really contrast that one to tila tequila is a shot i was gonna say a shot in the dark no it's a shot at love in a shot at love because it's very much like the straight men and the gay women they're always like pointing out their differences like over and over again like it's very much like men versus women like masculine versus feminine like the way she talks about the male contestants and the female contestants is is really weird like for instance she eliminates one of the guys because he's a virgin but when she finds out one of the girls is a virgin she goes like "Ooh, i like that and says no one takes her virginity except for me like it's like (laughs) that kind of stuff it's like very much like continuing to point it out but with that new mtv thing it's like they didn't have that ability to kind of make it, like, so different because they were, like, people who did identify as, like, sexually fluid and gender fluid and all that kind of stuff. So it wasn't as easy to do something like that. And also the whole point of, like, are you the one is that, like, everyone in the ha- house has been match made with someone else in the house and you don't know who it is. So you're, like, trying to figure out. <laughs> well, that's, like, the whole point. You're, like, they're trying to, like, figure out all the matches. And it's actually pretty fun to watch because they're, all, like, we're watching a lot of people get to know each other and think that they're, like, falling in love with their match but they're not but like on this show it's kind of like the whole point is tila tequila and somehow none of these it's like okay none of these straight men are gonna like date each other but how did none of these gay women like (laughs) connect with each other because tila tequila is there she kind of sucks yeah like in the episode (laughs) that i was watching the episode six where someone gets into a fight these two girls i like that you just skipped to six okay i I, I skipped to six because i saw i was looking on the wikipedia it had the reason for elimination and it said in episode six (laughs) they get into a physical altercation and that is why that they get eliminated it's like oh god i gotta watch that you gotta watch that one you gotta get on that (laughs) but like what the girls i I remember that fight (laughs) oh okay because i didn't actually get to the i got to all like the before fighting like where they're just like catty with each other but like at that point they're like one of the girls is mad at the other girl because they say they're flirting with the guys. So, like, flirting with the girls is okay, but once you, like, start looking like a bisexual, it's bad, even though the con- main, like, woman is supposed to be bi. So it's it's very weird, the message about bi. It's super weird. It's like they they made, like, a gay version of The Bachelor in some other country. I can't, I, like, read, this is just an anecdote based on, like, something that I read in an article on BuzzFeed or something. They made, like, a either, like, a gay or a bi 
Bachelor, and they ended up, like, never renewing it because mm-hmm. the guys who were the contestants kept hooking up <laughs> and being like, well, okay, now I actually like this guy, and I just want to, like, quit the show <laughs> and just, like, go date this guy because... I'm really happy I met him, but, like, I don't want to be on The Bachelor anymore. Which, like, I get. It sounds like hell to be on The Bachelor, so. Yeah. I think a lot of people just get on it, hoping hoping they're going to get their own season or they're going to get to go on Bachelor in Paradise, which is, like, a show basically built around the concept of what if we put all the hot people from The Bachelor into a show that wasn't The Bachelor and so that they could make out with each other. (laughs) Yeah, when my friend was on The Bachelor, she said that everybody that she knew was just hoping they could get... Uh, a few episodes in to build up enough of an Instagram following that they could like uh, shill uh, ride that? that for, for yeah like for those, a while those gummy hair uh, bear car- like gummies or whatever sugar hair bear sugar, or whatever yeah sugar bear whatever. hair or like whatever sugar bear. <laughs> yeah, whatever yeah. the fuck it is anyway yeah. sugar bear hair if you'd like to sponsor our episode <laughs> look at our Patreon anyway yeah you just want to like it's just so different because you know you know people are getting on these reality shows these days to just become an influencer. But like, I don't. That wasn't much much of a thing back then. I think people were like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna go on this gay dating show and blah blah blah." And now it's just like, "Oh man." Right? Because like, could you even really make that much money off of a MySpace following? I don't know. I mean, Tila Tequila got a TV show off. <laughs> <laughs> right, but te- Tila Tequila was also, I think, just. Like, every contestant just talks incessantly about how hot she is because, I mean, she's very much, like, the prototype of a hot woman, like, you know? And not only is the prototype of a hot woman, she's also, like, the 2007 hot. Definitely. And that's not to judge her looks in any way. She just was the blueprint in, like, 2007. But When I was looking at the bikinis, too, like, the the bikinis are very 2000. So small. It's interesting because, like, I feel like we still, obviously, sexiness will be relevant in any decade. It doesn't matter. It's always going to be sex. Someone's always going to be sexy, and they're going to try to make them sexy with the clothing. But, like, promiscuous, sexy clothing of the 2000s, it's always a shock when you see it because you're like, they were really doing it. They were just... Just putting it all out there, like more power to them. But like, I never really realized how it's so small, how shocking it was. Just like how low those like little denim skirts actually were. Right, they were just like a tiny little denim tube top that they wrapped around their butt. Yeah. it's great. <laughs> it's so unfortunate because I'll read like you look at old articles and stuff like that, and it's like te- the shot at love is like basically like advertised as the first bisexual dating show. And it's just such a bummer to, like, know that, like, in 2018, she was like, oh, yeah, no, I lied. I have no attraction towards women. I just wanted to be famous. And I had a she actually had a boyfriend the whole time. She saw both of those seasons. So which is crazy, because at the time, I I don't like Fox News. Of course, I don't. But like Fox News reported that she did have a boyfriend and that she was faking it. And which I mean, is shitty to say anyway, because even if she were actually bisexual, she could have a boyfriend, you know, that's fine. But like, you're not supposed to have a boyfriend when you're going on to do a dating show. That, that's true. No, that that part is true. But they were like, well, she's secretly straight because she's got a boyfriend. Yeah, it's but like, no, then- she's she could be just <laughs> shitty and doing this. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but and she like, went on, like, no, no way. That's so not true. And then like to whatever you said, like three years ago, she's like, yeah, no, they were right. Yeah, no, I, I wasn't. And, and then she like, because she's had something of like a a mental breakdown and I really hope that I don't really want to talk about it too much because it feels bad to make you know light of somebody who's really struggling with something but she did also go on record to like say that all homosexuals are like degenerate and also like dressed up as Hitler so yeah she's like part of the alt right now and yeah. that's why I am alt making fun of her right now <laughs> yeah, yeah it's 
it's like one thing to have a very public breakdown. It's another thing to have a very public breakdown and then be like, yes, I'm a Nazi now. That's true. So that's the difference between Tila Tequila and like Britney Spears. Yeah, that's why we all love and admire Britney Spears. And <laughs> and we don't even remember Tila Tequila, to be honest. Shame and deride Tila Tequila. Like I was just thinking, like, why is she not more of a big like deal in the news or anything like that for being like really like the only like one of the very few celebrities to come out like in support of that kind of stuff, like to be all right. It's like, oh yeah, it's because literally no one cares about Tila Tequila, which is kind of sad. But I mean, it's what happens when you say stuff like that. <laughs> it's like so unfortunate when you just so when you look up Tila Tequila, it's like people also search for it and it's all the other like trash can celebrities of that era. Era. <laughs> yeah. And uh, literally when I typed in Tila Tequila, like every suggestion was like, is Tila Tequila okay? Is Tila Tequila actually alive? Like, cause I was trying to find out if she was actually bisexual cause I wasn't sure. And I was like, I need to, I need to know though. Honestly, it should have tipped me off in the first episode. All of the guys have to present a gift to Tila Tequila. All the women, they just have to dress up, which is like, Okay, whatever. So one of the guys, one of the guys gives her detergent, by the way, which is like what? But one of the guys presents her with like this little tiny carved frog, and she's like, "Ew, a frog? That's disgusting." And I should have just known right then that she wasn't bisexual, because I feel like bi- frogs are just very like gay energy, like. People, we just love frogs. Especially like a little carved frog. Did he carve it? A little it? tiny frog. I, I don't know if he carved it, but he was like, I got you this little frog. You know what's lame? You know what's really lame? Giving someone a carved frog that you didn't carve. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. If you're trying to impress somebody, you're like, oh, I just bought this. I bought you this knickknack. Then again, one of the other guy contestants who was from like West Virginia and had a thick Southern drawl was like, I got you these this necklace and earrings from Walmart. This one was $30. This one was $30. And she's like, oh nice Ooh, sixty dollars <laughs> yeah it's very like okay you're gonna name drop walmart not even gonna pretend you went to like jared's or something <laughs> not gonna just yeah just just pure arkansas just pure arkansas <laughs> feelings right there did you see on the wikipedia i really like how someone compiled an entire list of why every contestant was eliminated i also enjoy that kind of thing let's go through the best of 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 them all i really do like how many are just especially in the first couple of episodes they're cut just because she doesn't remember them she's like oh, don't remember them don't remember them like, oh, they obviously didn't make a big impression on me and one of those guys rami could not remember him that's the frog guy uh, frog was not impressive to her it's not <laughs> a lot of people got eliminated like the first episode which makes sense if you've got like there's so many 32 contestants you got to get rid as many at once i mean i guess that's what the bachelor does they just they just like Totally lose a bunch of people. Cute, but not her type. The guy ones are boring. Could not remember him. Yeah. Reason not stated in an episode. That's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> the guy reasons for elimination are boring. It's where the girls are that they get interesting. Like, kisses Brandy while in the house and seems to have an objections with monogamy. Because, you know, that's the problem with this whole show is that this woman didn't want to be monogamous. Not that they were not literally everything. Oh, the most wild thing, by the way, at least in the first episode, all of the contestants are sharing a gigantic bed. Yeah. That's, what? Yeah, that's just, what? for some reason, that's that, that's tequila. <laughs> that's tequila. So, so it's just like, you're going to expect everyone to be monogamous when you're making them sleep in the same bed? I don't, I don't know. I like the idea of not only the same, same bed and in no way, like, some sort of, like, weird, like, cuddle party. I want them to all be sleeping, like, 
Head at the headboard, <laughs> foot at the footboard, in a line. And if you're in the middle and you got to go up in the middle, get up in the middle of the night for the bathroom, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I really wish I could have known more about, like, what the, like, exact strategy was for, like, sleeping comfortably. Like, did they get to sleep or did they all just, like, were they just miserable? And that's why there was so much fighting. This is the funniest reason why someone got uh, eliminated. Are you ready? Yes. Brandy left on episode six in the heat of the moment after Vanessa attacked her. She came back in episode seven, but she was not a accepted into the house because of the feeling that her return would jeopardize the show's integrity for the other contestants and the fear she would walk out on Tila Tequila again. Brandy, come on. Brandy's that same one who was messing around with the other girl and threatening monogamy. Wow. Why didn't Brandy get her own show? Beautiful girl, but just, but just did not have that connection she was looking for. You didn't like, didn't click with her. It's like, yeah, you wouldn't click with any of these women. You were straight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's terrible. And it's also like the way the whole show. I mean, the show is very much MTV was also leaning into that. Like, it's for the guys. Like, we're just going to show these girls kissing each other because it's hot. Because like every single time the girls are kissing, it's like a really long. It's just like really draws it out. Yeah. Yeah. Like pan in close to them. And it's like MTV was really doing the most in 2007. (laughs) You know what? I was going to say good for them, but no, not good for them. It's not. It's not. I'm glad that we don't. MTV is now just like like 20 hours of ridiculousness a, a, a day. Good. So that's what you get. That's what you get for doing this <laughs> You deserve us. it. You should be punished for your crimes. Shame. And you will not. Boo. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. So unfortunately, Danny was one of the final contestants. And Danny, as we mentioned, was like basically became an icon for like just being, you know, well, she wasn't really butch. She was. She, she called herself, herself Butch. <laughs> yeah, because like femme and butch, because she kind of married the elements together. She liked having short hair, but she also wore some makeup. Fine. She was one of the final contestants, and there were like rumors apparently that Tila was actually in love with Danny, but had to choose Bobby because of the producers. But like we know that's not true now, unless maybe Tila really did feel that way back then and recanted it later. I no, don't know. I don't think but she did. I yeah. I love that her reason was that she just wanted to be friends with Danny forever so that it, this the romance wouldn't it, it would never break up basically and I'm like boo. <laughs> yeah, what I also think about that makes it so obvious that it's universally just not liked and not really considered like a good example of anything. It's just that you can't find it anywhere unless you go to the sketchy websites. It's also definitely MTV disassociating themselves with a neo-nazi right right that's definitely it like you want to de-platform nazis totally 100 percent. but um i do think like <laughs> i was thinking about this like the whole at least the first episode should be like studied in like sociology or like gender classes i don't know someone else with more degrees can can make that decision but the way that they just frame all of like this gender essentialist stuff. And then not to mention the biphobia. I mean, that's really like a back burner to everything else. If you really ask me, because more of it's just like, look at how different men and women are and how much they, they should hate each other and all these kind of things. It's like, it's, it's wild. And like all these, like, like, for example, the fact, just the fact that the women have to dress up to impress tequila versus the men have to give gifts. Cause <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. What matters is that the women look nice, not what they can offer somebody. It's crazy. There's so much. It's like- also kind of like uh, if you're going in that direction, but it's also like men are being judged on like what they can present in like monetary value. Right. And some from what I've heard, the guy who gave her $60 worth of Walmart jewelry did spend the most money. Yeah. So no, I know that doesn't actually true. But it's, you know, I think the most lasting impact on like pop culture um, that Tila Tequila had uh, beyond like this is just like how many fucking like spinoff shows this show had. There was a double shot at love, which had identical twins named Ricky and Vicky. Wow. Who were like Erica and Victoria. They were called the Icky Twins. And I'm just like, that's a terrible person. to. <laughs> And then they rebooted it with Vinny and Polly D. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. It's just kind of like that family of like Rock of Love and Flavor of Love. <laughs> God, I love Flavor of Love. We have to talk about that. Well, I think we kind of talked about it once with a guest, but we, I think it's something worth diving back into. <laughs> yeah, it's really fun. And I think also about like Tila Tequila, we forgot to mention is that she did try to also... <laughs> do music and it's terrible i just tried to listen to it because one of her songs is the theme song which by the way like the theme song opening says like i'm a little bit crazy and if you hurt my heart i'm going to kill you like it's not even like quirky it's like literally like i will kill you and it's called like i love yeah (laughs) with the you like just a you because that's what we were doing back then lil john produced it (laughs) <laughs> it's terrible. If you listen to it, like I was like, the intro is like kind of like electronic-y, like poppy, and you know, she's talking over it. And then it becomes like scream singing. And it's just like, what is this? It's like, oh, it's because I guess they didn't have the auto-tune technology to make her sound listenable back then. So they were- I think they did. I think that maybe maybe there is no such thing as, I mean, like there was auto-tune. I don't think that she was like, I don't think that people tried to make themselves sound good when they were on MySpace. Because, like, think about, like, all those Jeffree Star songs. Yeah, or just, like, Screamo in general, or, like, Crabcore. Like, I mean, they knew they could find an audience for anything, really. Yeah, and, like, if, once again, like, if you're Tila Tequila and you're 2007, like, mega hot, um, no one's going to tell you if your song is bad. This is not Little John. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it. I was going to say, maybe we should come up with, like, a gay little crime based on the show. But, like, honestly, just, like, Tila Tequila's existence is a crime at this point. Like It's not even a gay one, though. So the gay little crime is go steal from your local Hobby Lobby. Yeah, and go steal, like, a little frog. Like, they have little frog sculptures and make it your own. Or just, you know, just take money from Hobby Lobby. Right, that's a good thing, too. We should always be encouraging people to take money from Hobby Lobby. But also, disclaimer, we are never encouraging people to commit crimes. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Covering our bases. If you um, <laughs> if you can somehow scam Chick-fil-A into giving you money, that'd be cool, too. I actually just heard, speaking of Chick-fil-A, that, like, Burger King is going to be... Uh, I mean, fuck brands. Like, fuck corporate, you know, like trying to take advantage of like lgbtq community for pride month we accept you your money (laughs) yeah but like it is kind of funny that apparently bk is like from what i understand like i think they're gonna donate some of their stuff there's some of their their proceeds i gotta look this up now now i can't find the article i was i'm just gonna write burger king gay and see you know gay money (laughs) burger king gay money Burger King trolls Chick-fil-A with LGBTQ plus donations. Yeah, that worked. If you Google Burger King gay money, you will get what you want. Wow. Yeah, he, Burger King is promising donations for their chicken sandwich sales, especially during Pride Month. I'm sorry. 
The burger chain tweeted that it will donate part of its profits for every chicken sandwich sold up to 250000 to the human rights campaign. Yeah, Burger King gay money. I just, I want, I want on a shirt somewhere, like, if you Google gay money, you'll get what you Specifically, want. Specifically, if you, bur- if you Google Burger King gay money, you'll get what you want. Um, that's the name of this, t- of this episode. It's going to be called Bur- burger, burger King, King gay, gay money, money, and you're not going to know why it is until the very end of the podcast. Yeah, because the whole time you're going to be like, why are they t- What the fuck what? does this even mean? What the fuck does this even mean, Burger King gay money? Burger King gay money. Okay, all right, this is over now. Um, thank <laughs> you for listening to this episode. I guess what you're gonna hate. You can find us everywhere. You know where it is. We're at Facebook. We got guess what you're gonna hate. We got a page in a group. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Hate Podcast. We have a Patreon. Patreon.com/slash Hate Podcast. Thanks, Icy thank- Wiener. Yeah, I think you're still patron. Honestly, I'm still too scared to check the patrons. If you because... Google, if you Google icy wiener gay money, you'll know about you. Um, jokes, 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 jokes. Anyway, yeah, yeah this, uh, we're on that's the gonna kill me. Like you, you can say anything. If you Google blank gay money, I'm probably gonna die laughing at this point. Uh, our website is hatepodcast.com. Thanks so much to Paul Ryberg of Plug In Missing in the Minute Pod for our awesome theme song. Um, happy Pride Month, everybody! Happy Pride Month and Google. Guess what you're gonna hate? Gay money. Yes. <laughs> Give us your gay money. No, don't give us your gay money. You you can keep your gay money. You can give us your gay money if you want. If you, you don't want. have to. You might get a little like a little frog. I don't know. Probably not. You know what? <laughs> give us your straight money. Yeah. Give us your if you're straight, you have to give us money. If you're straight and listening to this, I want to be paid. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>